0: Hey guys interesting morning hopefully you're having an outstanding uh, outstanding one might help if you decide to live stream if you set your parameters to public instead of private kind of makes things work a little bit better if you know what I mean welcome to the third live show I found out earlier to uh, not today but found out that uh, not a lot of people realize that I'm doing this. I I did a member poll, not a member poll. I did a viewer poll. Let me see if I can pull it up in the uh, uh let's see, in the community, in the community tab of my my uh, channel. I did a thing where I basically asked about uh, if people. Knew about it, and of the 89 people that voted, 54% said I didn't. They didn't know that I was even doing this. So I hope we can get the word out. More people can check it out and then uh, go to that poll and give me their feedback whether they like this and hope it continues like it. But it's too much, or they completely hate it. And there's a few people you can see there that do not like it. Well, I said do not like it, but uh, so we love your feedback on this. Let me know what you uh, what you think. Whether it's a this is a good use of time. The phone number is on. I'll push that on the bottom of the screen. So if you want to call in and participate in today's show, you can do that at 1424 373 5483 or 1424 DSD Live. If you are outside of the United States or you just want to use a web based interface, you can use. Uh, https colon slash slash www.collinstudio.com slash show slash dsd live all right got a few people in who uh, are uh, commenting and uh, so at least this time I hit the correct button one of the things I wanted to jump into right before we go into everything is the normal disclaimers that uh I used to do when I did all my live streams, but I've, I've, I have to get back in the groove. I have to get back in the groove in all of this. And the first disclaimer is I am not a therapist. I am an individual much like you who has gone through a situation that has been incredibly difficult and come up with some tips and techniques that helped me that I share with you to hopefully help you get your life back, get uh, out from underneath this, and uh, uh, you know make your life better. Uh, the other thing is diagnosis is Diagnoses can only really are not only really can only be made by a clinician in a clinic clinical environment uh, So go be careful going around um, and saying people are narcissists or NPD or whatever uh, I think it's important to understand the traits and to understand the behaviors But be par- be careful going around calling people certain things if you're new to the channel And uh, you haven't, and you're one of the majority of people who haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button, ring the bell so you get notified whenever these videos post. Uh, And if you haven't signed up for the newsletter, you can do that over at dadsfivingdivorce.com and uh, get on that. All right. So, what a crazy couple of days. Third day into this. uh, Let me double check. Okay, so everything seems to be running. Except for this. Let me hit refresh on that. And it is not not working. I'm trying to pull up the, the chat in another window, and that did not work. Uh, the other thing I want to mention, let me just pop this out, is uh, I am taking this show, if you are watching it live, or if you're on YouTube and you're like, you know, I would really just love an audio version of this. Well, it is also on your favorite podcast player, like iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Uh, it's under Break the Cycle with DSD. I'd love for you to check that out and uh, participate that way. For people with low bandwidth, that can be a really uh, uh, a good opportunity or a good way to, to participate in things whenever trying to watch a video on your cellular is just too much. So let me get my windows all rearranged. Again, the phone number is one 373 5483 move this around. Let me see who all we have here. We have a few people on the show today. We've got GA from uh, Germany, if I remember correctly. Monica says, so good morning. Good morning to you. Uh, Dan Ski, I haven't seen you in a while. Hey, Dan. John Boston, our favorite moderator. Debbie, who's also my girlfriend and you don't know. Uh, Jack from, uh, Australia, divorce, Papa, Aaron in Australia. Oh, good. We're getting a lot of people from all over the world this morning. That is outstanding. Uh, all right. Trish is on. Our brand is on. Awesome. Okay. Uh, one other thing I wanted to mention, uh, seeing Jack's thing, uh, reminded me, uh, if this is a live show, so if you participate, your voice and everything will be live. Um, if you're using your your real YouTube channel with your image, if I highlight your comment, there is uh, well not a good possibility. There is the absolute possibility. Hold on, I gotta turn this other light on. Oh, it is on. That you uh, your avatar will be shown. So just be aware of that. Uh, it is a. Once this thing's done to edit it, it is kind of baked all in and it makes it really complicated. So I see Memphis is checking in. All right, guys, let's see. The thing I wanted to hit this morning before we dive into callers and stuff, but if you have something you want to add, absolutely call in and just get in the queue. Is is this weird thing that I've I've noticed throughout the years, and I'm sure you probably have as well, is people have a tendency when they get into this mess that if someone disagrees with them and doesn't doesn't respond absolutely perfectly to their comment, they think everybody is a narcissist. It's like, well you don't agree with me, so you're a narcissist. It's like, when have we gotten into the situation to where everybody has to, you know, you you have to think like me. You out there right now? If you don't believe what I believe and think the way I believe, well, then you're a bad person. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're all individuals and have our own our own uh, wants and needs. And uh, you know, it, I had this happen the other day with a with a comment where somebody gave some feedback, and, and I'm like, okay, you know, all right, thanks. And then it just turned devolved into an attack and I'm because the person was a long, was past tense, longtime viewer, I, I engaged in it and then it devolved into, well, you you know, you can't take criticism and you're a narcissist. (laughs) And I'm like, wow, you know, it's just, it's crazy. Just so you guys know my goal for you, if you're new to this channel, people who've been here a while have heard me say this, it's all about you. This whole thing. Is about you getting your life back. If I can play a part in that and help you do that, great. If I am not helpful and you find someone else, great. <laughs> if if uh, if church works for you, great. If a therapist works for you, great. Find what works for you. Get your life back. Don't live in this toxic environment and have it corrupt your life forever. Now I understand that it takes a bit of time to get to the point that uh, you heal and you start to and you and you really start to get your life back. I get it. It, it, it kind of sucks to be perfectly honest. It would be really nice if we could just wake up one day, and go, "Holy crap! I've made a colossal mistake in my life and made some decisions that have put me in a bad situation." I was talking to a, a coaching client about about just that last night. The thing is, is that you you can pick up the pieces of your life and turn around. I, Caleb Caleb Leverett's on, notorious dad from Texas. I, I know that he is a very polarizing person, but 10% of the people out there are going to hate the guy. Personally, from my opinion, sorry, Caleb, I don't mean to talk about you like this while you're sitting there, is you got a guy who's gone through a horrific situation, you know, lost so much, tried the best he could to, to salvage it, ended up in jail because of it, and still has been able to try to find a way to smile at the end of the day and keep going. And that, I, to me, is so important when you're going through something to, to where your hope is crushed, your future is crushed, your life feels like it's spiraling out of control, and it's hard to have hope. And to see positive things in, in the day and to keep putting one foot in front of the other. You know, I mean, again, the whole point is, do it, find, the, find the path that works for you. My path was a really good therapist. Unfortunately, hypnosis download files, I never thought in a million years that I would have ever needed or turned to that. But I was spiraling out of control. My life was a complete mess, and uh, I had to try something different. YouTube videos helped too. You know, I mean, so the, the at the end of the day, this is about getting your life back and and reevaluating your life. I've had a couple of conversations recently, probably within the last couple of weeks where I've said one of the benefits that we go through with this is you really get knocked down so far that you get to restart your life. You get to, and I've talked about it before as rebaselining your life and most people don't get that. Most people are, are, are stuck in the grind. They're doing their job and you know, lather rinse and repeat and just running on the treadmill to try to, uh, to, to make things work. And one of the interesting benefits on this, I mean, it it happened with me in a lesser degree. I mean, I couldn't quit my job or or switch jobs. Well, careers. I mean, I did switch positions. I finally at one point said, you know what? I'm going to step down from the higher level position, go to a little bit lower level position, a little less stress, really know how to do it to try to basically calm my life down and just keep, you know, just keep a little bit, uh, more sanity in my life. All right. That might be that might be the end of the rant. Uh curious what you guys think. I'm going to look through the comments here, but while I'm doing that, if you want to call into the show, you can do that at 1424-373-5483 or 1424 1-4-2-4. DSD Live. Or you can do it via the web at www.callinstudio.com slash show slash DSD Live. The links for the phone number and uh, the website are in the video description. So Divorce Papa has a question. So let me pop this up. And as I was mentioning before, you can see, let's see, how do I point this right here? If you're watching this on video, if you're listening to this on the podcast, I'm pointing on the screen that I've highlighted this comment and uh, the avatar is shown. And I talked way too much and it's probably going to turn off on me. So I'll say DSD question. Did you ever get triggered during your recovery from NARC, from the NARC? Where you felt it took you back a few steps and old methods of dealing stopped working, yes, absolutely, divorced Papa. That did happen, uh, and it was actually a very, a very crushing experience because you feel like, or at least I felt when that was happening, that uh, all the progress I made was was uh, fake, that uh, I was always going to feel like garbage and never get out of this, and those triggers would never stop. Uh, it was very, uh, very scary time. Not a good, not a good situation. But yeah, that do, does happen. If you're asking, I am hoping that you're asking that because you're like, "Hey, that's a good point, and we should talk about it." And you're not experiencing that. But my guess is, if you brought it up, you probably are. The thing is, is that it, the tr- triggers are real, right? I know in this current time in society, talking about triggers. You know, everyone envisions, except for people in this environment, they envision, you know, the social justice warrior who, you know, didn't get the same amount of brownie as a person next to him having a conniption fit because it's not fair and they're triggered because of the unfairness and, the, and whatever. Real triggers are basically like post-traumatic stress disorder associated with this where it flashes you back to the pain uh, and the situation that you had and it's a, it's a real thing, you know, and you can, you can often tell people who don't understand this if they watch a video and they're like, what triggered, what are you talking about? You know, I mean, if they don't understand it, they just don't divorce papa. Let me know if that <clears throat> answered your question. I'm trying to scroll down a oh, Divor- Okay. So I got to get into the right, right area. Uh, he divorced Papa. opposite continues on and says uh, trigger happened about three weeks ago and have felt exactly as you described. Hopefully if it was three weeks ago, divorce Papa, you are feeling better, but it's depending on the situation. It can throw you back a while. It did. It did me quite a few times. So what you're talking about is absolutely not uncommon. It is, uh, well I see somebody say so unfair, but I don't think they're necessarily talking about that. But, it is not a good situation to be in, and it, and it really throws you for a loop. Let me scroll, you scroll back up. Monica says, Dwayne, uh, this is why your morning show is so important. Having like-minded and others that have gone through abuse together brings hope and comfort. That's the goal. That's what I'm hoping for, Monica. Yeah, it's really tough because a lot of people don't understand this. They, uh, if, if they haven't experienced it, they just don't get it. And they'll look at you like you grew a third, you know, a third arm out of your head. Like what, what are you talking about? You're, you know, you're just, you're, you're being too sensitive. You're, you know, you're taking it out. of, You're blowing it out of proportion. All you have to do is communicate, you know, both of you are being stupid. If just one of you would stop, you know, that type of thing, which is completely unhelpful because a narcissistic person is unreasonable and only focus on whatever they want at the time. And the other issue, as I get tangled up in my cord, is they don't have empathy for what they're doing. Most people will be in a, well, most people will be in a situation, and something will, will happen, and they'll feel a little bit of guilt, a little bit of you know maybe remorse. And feel like you know I could have done that differently. I don't really like how I'm doing this, and they'll reflect on it. Other people will be like, I don't care uh, if I can carpet bomb somebody or destroy them to accomplish what I want and get what I want. I don't care the collateral damage because their damage doesn't affect me. And that's that's the that's the real problem when dealing with with folks like this is that they don't they have a completely different uh, thought process and. Uh, methodology of figuring things out in their world. <laughs> if that makes sense. Let's see. I'm going to try to look at some of these comments. All right, I'm going to grab this one. Monica says, Dwayne, did you go through uh, through euphoric recall abuse and amnesia after a period of time? Let's see if I, 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 mm-hmm. I think the answer is yes. And, and then I'll clarify that to say, if you mean, well, see, I I did, a, there was a couple of things. So I'm not entirely sure how you're saying this, but what I will say is I went through a period of time where the, the, what happened, I would forget about. And I see this with my kids all the time. It's like they can, I can have a conversation with them one day. And the next day it's like, it never happened. I mean, to the point. Where I'm like, well, wait a minute. You just said, you know, this, but you realized two days ago, and I, you know, you said this happened. Do you remember that? You know, do you remember that happening? And then I'd be like, oh yeah. Um. So I, and then on the flip side, then I've also had the thing where I've been able to reflect back. And see all the warning signs, all the red flags and go, holy crap. How did I, how did I ignore that when that was happening? Oh, okay. You're talking about in the other way. Uh, Let me, uh, where is it at? You said 2.5 years post-divorce, flooding memories of the good times, missing the X. Yeah. Okay. So let me, this is going to probably, I'm going to have to shrink this down. Let me zip over here. No, not here. Uh, let me zip over to what I'm doing for the people listening is I'm pulling up or attempting to pull up, pull up my uh, website. I'm going to move this over here. And if you scroll, if you go to the main Dad surviving divorce or the DSD page, scroll down the first play. The first highlighted playlist is mindset for narcissistic abuse recovery. The second and third video in there is absolute thinking for recovery and black hole thinking. It, when you're in that mode, and yeah, I did, Monica, I did absolutely go through through that where I would like, you know, but it was good. There was, but, you know, she made tea for me and, and we did these things. And I can remember, I mean, I remember, I can think about it right now. I can remember, you know, seeing her smiley face and thinking, well, that must have been happy times. It's critically important that we remember and remind ourselves what we were dealing with or who we were dealing with. So absolute thinking is in my mind a critically important part of it, because whenever you start doing that, you need to basically remind yourself and say it was toxic. It wasn't good. Monica, what you, what you have to end up doing is forcing yourself to look at it and say, okay, well, did I feel good in that relationship? The majority of the time, did I feel uh, comfortable? Did I feel like my boundaries were respected? Did I feel love. Did I feel, you know, did I, did I feel good? Uh, I, my guess is that most people on this show uh, would say no, that it always felt like something was off. And you have to remind yourself of that because those thoughts, Monica, will drive you crazy. Let me get back over to the main, to the main thing. Flip back over to the call-in thing. The call-in line is open. one 373 5483 I would love somebody to test the web interface to actually see if that works. Let's see. Maria says, "Why is, well, let me grab it and post it. Why is it so difficult to real uh, reveal them to others that are in potential danger?" Well, the thing with that is when they they when they find their next target. When they're little you know dee, 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 dee. you know their little arrow locks on to the next person they are pulling out all the stops the love bombing is in full effect they are uh mirroring that person being exactly what they want to be and at the same time they are smearing you in the process about how bad the ex was i'm so lucky that i found this new person I was in this toxic relationship for so long. It was so abusive, so emotionally, physically, you know, whatever. Insert story. So they think the new target is getting mirrored and love-bombed by this person. So this person is becoming, are demonstrating the traits that they always wanted to see in a person. And then at the same time, It's like, how did this wonderful person so unfortunately got just sacked with this horrible ex-wife, ex-girlfriend, ex-husband, you know, ex-boyfriend, and they buy into it. And then you come bouncing along and say, hey, new person, I feel obligated to tell you that you've just got into a relationship with a demon. (laughs) And the problem is you look crazy, you know, you're not, you're not going to be able to tell somebody most of the time because somebody who has good boundaries and and their eyes open and watching for it would see the warning signs, you know, but so many people, so many people are in a fog. So many people just don't have the awareness or the knowledge of what's going on or really to, to look you know, underneath the surface, just, just scratch a little bit and look, you know, I mean, I think that's the reason why now I I would hope everybody who's in here today, if they are in a relationship with somebody, a new, new person, and, and you see this trend where it's like, Oh, every other relationship prior to this one was a train wreck. That's a red flag. Your spidey senses need to go up. If you're a star trek fan be shields up and ask a little more dig a little deeper let's see oh yeah viewer viewer 2020 says don't forget the new supply buys the lies about you absolutely uh ga says uh, the Xnark narc did uh, did that pop did that in the beginning with me they always repeat the same process never changing absolutely uh, oh, this is a good one. Trish, Trisha says, if they are running or sorry, let me read that again. I think if you're, let me see, if and scrolled on me, uh, if they are suddenly running cold with you, they're running hot love bombing the new supply. Unfortunately, that is uh, uh, it's, it's another good red flag. <laughs> I love this divorce Papa says red alert, Captain Picard to the bridge <laughs> nice, <laughs> man, I haven't watched any of the Star treks in a long time. I may have to do that. I used to watch uh I used back in the day when I watched a boatload of t v Star trek next generation was uh was a favorite. I remember everybody the cullen show is open uh one four two four. Three, seven, three, five, four, eight, three. For some reason, it always seems like the first half of the show, nobody calls in and then, and then at, the, at the last half they do. So all's well says, I wish my ex would find uh, my ex would find himself somebody already. I was a uh, I was just chatting with somebody about that, too. They were saying, you know, do you think that the ex would. Uh, would do that would find somebody else. And, and, and part of the problem is actually Debbie and I have discussed this a lot on my situation because I, I always, I'm always thinking someday, you know, she'll find someone else that'll take care of her because she's going to run out of money with me. And you know, the reality is don't tell Debbie this. She doesn't need to know. I think she's right that, uh, you know, a toxic person, if they know that something's important to you, they don't have a, a, a real sense of logic. If they're like, you know, ooh, it's just spiteful, and I know that this is a thorn in their side. Anyway, so what I'm saying all as well as if, if uh, you know, if they know that uh, that you really want that, sometimes they won't just to try to mess with you. So, but uh, but I think all of us would benefit <laughs> if they could find someone else to devote their attention to. Now, the sad part is the sad reality sometimes is they'll find somebody new and that person is just as toxic at them. And then you have these two just gloriously toxic cesspools of muck working in concert together to try to make your life a living hell. This is funny. She goes, well." says, so if I act jealous, will he get someone? I'm on it. <laughs> you know, it, sometimes, but I, you know, I actually, it's, it's kind of interesting because I, and I'll use this as a discussion point. A, a lot of times they will do the opposite of what they think you want. I know any longtime viewers and listeners will know that I've said before in my situation, I, I would even work with like the teachers to come up with ideas that I couldn't present that, that they would come up with because if I came up with it, they would never be agreed to right it was like oh that's what you want no you know i mean that's like uh in the past even with my kids were like oh i want to do something i would ask the ex and it's it would be one of those things where oh if it's you want to do it or if it's important to you the answer is no so it was like i i've even with my kids i finally got to the point that it's like if you want something i hate the way i say like all the time when i listen back to it it's annoying i'm i'm, I'm working on that i'm trying to make that like go away <laughs> anyways And uh, finally, it it got into a situation where I'm telling the kids that if you do not basically say this is important to you and you don't start it, I'm not even going to engage. Because it's an exercise in frustration if you're not going to basically make it an issue for you, for me to try to engage with your mom in my situation or with the other parent, just to have them have the ability to say no and say no because they can. And typically what will happen is, if they're covert, they'll ask the kids, and the kids will be scared to say, yes, I want to do that, and then they'll be like, well, I checked, and my children don't want to do that, and I'm not going to force them to do anything that they don't want to do on my time, which, to go, talk about triggering, oh my God, back, back in the day, that used to be a, a very, wow. Well, I just knocked my monitor, that was a very annoying uh, thing. If they're super toxic and overtly so, then they'll just say, no, they don't matter. Even if the kid says, oh, I want to do something. I'm like, no, you're not doing that. We have something else to do. So I've experienced actually both of those. Uh, So let me check some other comments here. I'm going to grab this for a second. Uh, CX says, why are you so concerned about him and him finding someone? You know what? And since I can relate to this, I'm going to read it as if it's written towards me. Why are you so concerned about her and her finding someone? Seems you focus too much on what she's doing. And I did. And the reason is, is because I was tired of being poked in the eye. And every waking moment of that person spent trying to make my life a living hell. So, yeah, there was a period of time where I'm like, oh, my God, can't she just marry somebody else? Can't this just be like, can't this just stop? You know, I mean, part of it was money. Part of it was just, you know, maybe if she had somebody else to to focus the attention on, she wouldn't be messing with the kids and trying to mess with me. I get it. You know, I mean, I absolutely get it. You know, And, and, and but I also will say that CX is right. It's a wasted amount of time. Or I wasted a tremendous amount of time ruminating about that. Oh God, if she would just, you know, get a job, then, you know, the money would be more better and we'd be able to take care of the kids better. Or if she would just get remarried, Jesus, can she just get remarried? And, uh, it's, it's an exercise in frustration, which takes me back to, let me see if I can pull this back up the second video or the third video, sorry, in my little, uh, mindset for narcissistic abuse recovery called black hole thinking and the whole premise behind that is to stop focusing on what's going on with the ex what they're doing excuse me how they're living their life and just ruminating about it i spent so much time and i know i know most of you guys have done this as well you spend so much time thinking about what the ex is getting away with what they're doing you know what they're able to do that you're not able to do how everything you know, get they get a pass on everything but you end up having to go through the meat grinder and it's just a uh it's just it's a, an incredibly an incredibly frustrating situation let's see oh and i'll just say well actually i see i've never had this but i'll highlight al's Wells comment too it says six because it's true Whenever he has a girlfriend, he leaves us, meaning her and her, her, uh, her new husband and um, son alone. Yeah, it, it's like they, find, they, they, they chase the bouncy ball. I, I, can re- I can remember early on in this, I was so frustrated because it's like, oh my God, I'm paying, I'm paying her to screw with me. She doesn't have to work. She doesn't have a job. All, she's got all day long just to throw bombs over the wall. While I'm sitting here, you know, trying to pay the bills, going to work, dealing with an, you know, I mean, every, anybody who has a real job, I mean, there there are issues with it that are not super fun, you know, and uh, it was, inc- it was an incredibly stressful time to say the least. Oh, I like this Trish, po- uh, Trisha. Posted lyrics on a Linkin Park song. It says, "Cause the love, cause, cause the love that you lost wasn't worth the cost, and in time you're glad they're gone." Linkin Park. I, you know, it's funny. I used to listen to a lot of Linkin Park songs uh, when I was in the midst of all this. I don't now. I listen to a lot of relaxing meditation music or sleep uh, music and stuff. It drives my kids crazy. It's like. Dad, what are, what are you listening to? Why are you listening to that? That's horrible. And I'm like, mm, it's nice and relaxing and it calms me down and slows things down. Makes me want to talk slower. That type of thing. On our trip back uh, from uh, the the long trip back when we were coming back from uh, central California, uh, we drove, we were up in the Santa Santa, Stanislaus National Forest in the Tyobia area, if I'm saying that right, came back down, went to uh, Yosemite again, and then came back home. I was listening to, uh, I found this Indian like flute music chant, chant like you know, Native American type music. And my daughter just kind of looked over at me like, "What are you listening to?" And I'm like, "I like it." She goes, "You better not fall asleep." I'm like, "It's relaxing." Uh, let me ask a question for the people uh, for the people on the show right now, give me a thumbs up uh, in the in the comment if you like relaxing music. and if you think I'm insane, like you' you listen to what? <laughs> give me a thumbs down uh... All right I'm looking at looking at comments. <laughs> Remember, the phone lines are open. I only have 20 minutes left. Remember, this is a one-hour show. Uh, For people who are jumping in right now, if you have not participated in the poll that I'm doing on my YouTube channel, please go to uh, youtube.com slash divorce, Go to the community tab, and uh, you will see there a, a first or second post, depending if you're a member or not. A question where I'm saying poll time. What do you think of the new morning show? Have you seen it? Heard of it? Are you enjoying it? Does it seem valuable? Let me know what you think. This is a two-week test to see if to see if this is something that people enjoy, and if it is, uh, and if it is work it to do. <laughs> I meant worth it to do. I need a proofreader uh, for the backstory because of a change in custody, week on week off, and working from home. I have a unique opportunity to do this one hour show in the morning. Oh, I got 90 people who voted on it. So 53% of the point, 53% of the people polled thus far says, I didn't know, or I you know, basically didn't even know I was doing this. Uh, 37% said, I love the morning show and I hope you continue it. 7% said, I like it, but daily is too much. It might be. Uh, and 3% say, I do not like it. I don't like what you're doing. And I really do want to know what you think. I mean, be respectful. You don't have to be like, I don't like what you're doing and you're a narcissist. <laughs> I mean, if you want to post that, be my guest. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, I do. It's This is, you know, this is work to do. I'm putting a lot of time, money, and effort into doing it. If it's valuable to people and they enjoy it, I am seriously consider doing it. And I have this unique opportunity, like I said, for the next two weeks to try this, get up early make some coffee, hang out with you guys and uh, give this a big old test and see how it works or see how it feels. Let me scroll down in some of the comments. GA says, music and running and this channel, three things helped get me to the point where I am today. Well, I am glad to be a part of that. Uh, and, and it, you bring up an excellent point that taking care of your physical health is incredibly important. I have so struggled with that in my entire life doing, you know, working out part of it. Part of it is it's never been something that's, that clicked with me except for one time in high school, they made us run a uh, long distance for some reason for, for, for PE. And uh, I did one time, one time in my life, I got that runner's high. And then we moved and everything fell apart on that. And it was really weird. Uh, Divorce Papa says, trying the web call again, DSD. Do you see me on hold? I do not. Uh-oh. Let me hit refresh. Maybe maybe something is incorrect. Oh, no. Oh, my God. My system freaking blew up and wasn't working. Oh, dang it. Uh, uh, Divorce Papa, thank you so much for, you know, asking me or saying that because i was uh uh not doing that i see two other co- actually i'm going to grab divorce papa because he just helped me out so i'm going to go ahead and pick you right now hello are you there what's going on here did my phone no my phone's there do i have to turn it up i don't hear anybody
1: I think I can hear you.
0: Ah, uh, there we go. There you are. Sorry about... Hey, man, thank I you.
1: Mute, I just had to mute the live stream because it plays hold music, so I had to mute one, use a different browser, because then I couldn't hear you during the show.
0: <laughs> oh, I should I thought I set that up to do that, to, to play the show. Hey, thanks, man, for, for letting me know. I did. I hit refresh, and I see other callers on, so I apologize to everybody who was sitting there going, hey, hey, I'm on hold. <laughs> I'm assuming you're just, did you want to, since you're here, did you want to talk about what you were talking about or are you just helping me test it? Either way, I'm, I'm super happy.
1: Uh, kind of helping you test you, you kind of, um, it was some comfort hearing that you've experienced that problem as well. Uh, because I've been a mess the last uh, few weeks since it happened. So,
0: dude, I, I, uh, so I'll let you get, t- yeah, no, I mean, I just, just to rehit that, I just want to say, I mean, thanks for bringing it up. Um, you know, I mean, I, I It's weird because there's so much volume of information that sometimes, you know, the same thing that I've talked about in the past needs to come back up because either it didn't pertain before. So it just kind of, you didn't, you didn't think about it, but yeah, absolutely. It, it, it threw me for a loop and, and divorce Papa, what I'll tell, what I will say to you is the first time that happened, the first time I went from feeling really high to having that happen, it, oh my God, it, it felt worse than at the beginning. I was like, oh my God, I've lost all my progress. Everything is turned to crap. That's it. You know, I, I, that, that illusion where that two weeks or three weeks or month that I felt good. It was actually the, the hardest time was when I had the longest period of feeling good. When I crashed back down, it was bad. I mean, I went really dark. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm never breaking free from this. It's going to be horrible forever. Uh, I was just kidding myself when I thought I felt better. It was a, an illusion. And my world is going to be this 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 feeling right now forever. And it's horrible. And dude, that's what—that is a very common experience. Sucks, but it's not—it's not that's not real, right? You—you you, you got for whatever happened, whatever triggered you, dropped you back down, and you're gonna get—you'll get back up. It just takes time. So it—it's very common. Happened to me a few times, and it almost—it almost—it uh, almost destroyed me, to be perfectly honest. So hang in there, man. You're doing—you yeah, know—that's
1: how it felt. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: No, I'm. I'm really glad you brought it up. So, all right, man. Hey, thank you for, for thank you for troubleshooting with me and getting me to refresh oh, that. No Anytime. Thanks. Thanks. All right. Hey, okay, okay. Oh, did I hit the button right? I apologize on that. As soon as he hit that, I went into the browser, hit refresh, and the whole thing just populated. So let me see. I see somebody who's been on for 12 minutes. So let me grab Justin. Uh, I just think CS. Okay, I'm think. All right, let me go to Justin on four seven zero. Welcome to the show. You're on. Okay, so I'll return them to the queue and then I'll go to the next one. Seven Oh three says custody, trying to work with my wife to get more time with the boys. Hello, you are on the show. Are you there? Yeah.
1: No. Hey, there you are. Oh, man, I can I can barely hear you. You
0: are incredibly garbled. Can you change your microphone around or something? Yeah, let
1: me hear uh, Hey, there you go. Here.
0: All right, I hear you. you hear me now? Yeah, okay. I turned the volume up to hear you. You're blowing so, my eardrums out. All right. What did you want? Go ahead, you got the floor. Um,
1: one, one, okay. One comment I would just um, wanted to say was: one, what really hit me hard was when I had an expectation for one outcome, and it turned out to be much worse. And yeah. I'm thinking about, you know, I'm, I'm separated. Um, I got to wait a year, or so a few more months um, before I can file divorce. But when my, my I had the expectation that it would be like split even time, fifty fifty. Yeah. And then you know I moved out of the house after. 10 months and my wife's offering every other weekend and my attorney's now saying, well, that may be what you get. Um, so that was a really hard blow. So just having realistic expectations um, would be (laughs) hopeful for me. Um, but what I wanted to call and ask you about was, um, so I'm trying to get more time visiting with my son, um, 12 year old. And when he comes over, you know, occasional weekends or dinner nights, um he has a good time and you know you know afterwards he says you know dad i enjoyed tonight um and then you know after he goes back to mom he's like dad you know i don't want to come over this weekend and you know i don't think i should spend so much time over there um so anyways just if you have any ideas like you know how to oh yeah back on that
0: oh absolutely
1: yeah
0: what i would say on that is uh uh first the, the first thing you said is the, the critically important part, part, and that is how is your child with you when they're no, when they're not under the influence of the ex. And typically that also means not as soon as they walk in the door, but like, you know, the next day or when you guys have, uh, have a, a moment where it's just you and they feel, they know that the other parent isn't watching their actions and they can relax. If you have a good relationship in that, yeah. in that situation, you're winning. Yeah. Right. The second part is, is remember that when they are in that toxic environment of, of the ex, that they are, you know, they're living the nightmare we used to live, right? So he's having to survive that situation. He's trying to placate and uh, appease the mom because everything's in this, in your situation. But this is also the same. If the, the, the toxic person is a guy, they are trying to navigate that minefield and play that game to where they say what the other person wants to hear and see to, to survive. What I would recommend in this situation, since you have a custody order that says you get, uh, get the kids or get your child on the time you say, Hey buddy, uh, court order says you come over here every other weekend and, uh, don't want to get anybody in trouble. And that's what we're going to do and see, make it. And and part of what that is. um... Yeah, go ahead.
1: No, um, we're we're not even to the point of um, having a custody order. Um, in my state, we got to wait a year um, before we can even get into court. Do, do you, know, you have a temp- you
0: even have a temporary? no. It's
1: just, no, it's just whatever my wife see, and I can kind of negotiate.
0: Then I would. Um, oh, see, so okay. So effectively, all right. So what she's trying to do is she's trying to f- f- set up a pattern that you're not seeing your son, so that when you guys finally get into court. You know, you're asking for 50, 50, but you're not even seeing him 80, 20. You're barely seeing, you know, you're barely exercising. See, so here's the thing is it's going to be that you're not even exercising your time, you know, to with the, with the child. Anyways, you, you need to try to push it. Understand that your son's in a, in a bad situation because he's more than likely, I mean, it's possible that he has something else he wants to do. You know, I mean, if he has other friends or something, it could be, I mean, it could be that he wants to do that. It could also be that the mom is trying to set up other things to interfere with it. So it's like, you know, well, you can go to your dad's and sit on his couch and do nothing. Or, you know, we can go to the park or we can go to the library or we can go to a movie or we, you know, I mean, kind of like that type of thing. Um, And it doesn't, the problem is, is you're in one of those, those uh, double binds that we often talk about to where you kind of, every decision is kind of a bad decision. So you just kind of have to look at it and see mm-hmm. how, you know, what's the best worst decision you can make in my mind, just on the little bit of what we're talking about, trying to force the issue with it is, uh, is probably your best interest. And the only way I would say you would, would change that is if you force the issue and whenever your son's with you, if he starts rebelling when it's just you two, right? I mean, it's like, okay, you know, Hey, if you say, Hey buddy, you know what? I get it, but I don't get to see you hardly at all. The only time I get to see you is on these weekends. So, um, you know, we're going to spend, you know, what what do you got going on that you don't want to come over? You know, as you want to go see somebody, um, I can take you over to see your buddy. You know, if you're going to do something, I I can, you know, I can be the chauffeur for it. Not a problem, but at least that way we get to hang out a little bit, right? And if you're able to do it and and then when he's with you, he's still, you guys have a good time, you're okay, right? And then you're kind of making it to where right. you're taking it out of his control um, to where it kind of gives him an out with the other parent, you know, whatever. Now, the problem is, is if you do that and then it starts turning into a nightmare when he's just with you, then you need to reevaluate how you're doing it. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. And Monica is saying, push for a temporary order. Is there any way that you can get a temporary order? Because most places you know, your initial hearing, you, you get something in line that says, this is what it's going to be while we're trying to figure it all out. Like in my situation, I kind of started out in your mode where we had no order and the ex was doing exactly kind of what you're talking about. It's like, we had come up with an agreement and as soon as she realized, oh crap, you know, I need to reduce the time because I want to set the precedence that he's not involved, that I'm not involved. you know, you lunata- unilaterally makes a decision and you don't have anything to hang to, to, to hold your hat on, right? But as soon as you get a court order, even right. if it's temporary, then there is something that you're supposed to get. And, and Monica's right that, uh, you, and I don't know if other people have said it too, but, but most people, or I'm sorry, it's, it's important, even if it's not like the 50-50 you want, that you have something to say, look, I see the kids, or I see the kid on this time. If it's one day a month, whatever it is, I, this is my time. This is what happened. This is what the court is saying I'm supposed to get. And you have something to hang your hat on.
1: Right.
0: And, and are, are you sure you're sta- it um, well, if you don't want to say what state you're in, that's fine. But, but a lot of states in the okay. union, uh, at least in the United States are, are moving towards not presumptive 50, 50, but like if, if one person is asking for it, oftentimes you'll get it. So be careful. I mean, unless there's a precedence in your in your state and in your local uh township or community or, or county or whatever it's called where they don't do that. Um and if your attorney's saying, hey, you know what, uh, buddy, uh this is the, the reality is for this area is this the you know, the judges here provide somebody with the majority custody and the other person gets weekends because that's what they think, you know, that um that complicates things. But what I've noticed in doing this for the last four years is in most places, even throughout the world, really, if somebody pushes for it and says, no, I'm not going to agree to be a weekend person. I want to be in my kid's life. There's a good chance you'll get 50 50. Now it's going to cost you and that's not fair, but, but, uh, uh, you know, I mean, it's just, I wouldn't just completely give up on it. And and that's kind of the mode I was in when I, when I started mine, a lot of people were saying, Oh, you don't get 50, 50, mm-hmm. you know, you only get 50, 50 if the mom is a horrible person. Well, that's not the case anymore. Right. In a lot of places I'm in California, okay. right? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I'm not sure where, and you don't need, like I said, don't, you don't have to say where you are if you don't want to, but, but, uh, uh just double check that
1: it's a conservative state. Yeah.
0: Uh, okay. Oh, see you're saying, so you're saying, yeah, so you're and, saying and conservative as in yeah. like they, they tend to think the traditional thing. Okay. So here's the other thing I would say on that. Have you heard of Alex Falcone from the proper person? Have you heard Heard me ever talk about him? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I would, you know, check out his stuff and, and dig a little deeper to find out what the laws say in your state. And if you get a, a, a decision that you don't agree with, appeal it. Your attorney won't want to do it because they don't, they don't want to fight. You know, they, they they have to continue to work with these other attorneys and the judges and they don't want to, you know, irritate them. But, uh, Right. If you if you do a little bit of research and the laws on the books show that you should have a reasonable expectation of like getting fifty fifty, appeal it. Don't give up. Don't don't just take. Okay. Don't just take what they say as okay. I tried. I went to family court and you know they they hammered me and whatever. I mean if you look at Alex Falcone's situation, uh, well hell you could even you know even Caleb's situation. We um, were talking about him earlier is took a lot of time to finally get some support through court. Now for Alex, he did appeals. Alex basically started to learn the law and whenever uh, a judge would make a decision that wasn't based on law, he would appeal it. And he's won like, I think 90%, maybe more of, of his appeals. And he's got really good at it. Right. So, I mean, definitely consider that, you know, I mean, and, and at some point you have to also look and see how much it's worth the fight. Right. I mean, because this stuff is very stressful and wears you down anyways. So that's the other thing to add into it. Like you may be victorious to do the fight, but can you do it and come out the other side? Right. You know what I mean? Does it make sense?
1: Right. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. All
0: right. Thank you for calling. appreciate it. Um, All right. I think I have, I'm going to try, I'm going to try this other caller, uh, that still is in the queue at four seven zero. Since I made a mistake, I'll run this a little bit longer, because technically I'm not officially on the books until 7.30, but uh, so I'm going to go to 470, if I'm doing that right. Hello, you're on the show. Can you hear me? Yeah, there you are. Oh, I was almost going to hit the, the button. Yes, I hear you.
1: Hey. Hey, how are you?
0: I'm doing good. How are you doing this morning?
1: I'm doing good. Um, well, I just want to say thank you for your channel. And um, I started this process probably was about I think it was September of last year. I didn't know what to make of it. It was just a child. Uh, it was a legitimation case. So um, I wasn't married to my ex. And um, she wouldn't let me see my child for a good fit until the state told me that I was the legitimate father. And so for a good seven months, I was not able to see my child, and I was trying to look into this. I had a lawyer at the time, and uh, I was racking up debt and all this other stuff. And it was a very painful process. Um, I tried to work with her, um, trying to see my, my child, which is kind of funny because I'm seeing her right now um, because some good things happen later. Um. But anyway, she had a lawyer, um, and I had a lawyer too. Uh, she also made much more money than I did, and so she had a legal and she had a financial advantage over me. And uh, I'll just go ahead and say the state that I mean, it's Georgia, so it's not the most uh, pro dad state. I would say too. Okay. So I kind of felt that I was gonna be every other weekend dad if whenever the whole thing happens. And anyways, long story short, um, I got a jail involved. And he said that I wasn't like there's was nothing on me that I should be able to see my child. I was just a doubt I just wanted to be involved in my, my kid's life. Right. And I was the one that broke up with my, dad too. So anyways, <laughs> um, we went to a temporary hearing and then, um, I actually did not have a lawyer at the time because I had, a, I wasn't agreeing with my lawyer on her, like, strategy and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so, and it was like way, just way too much money. And so I kind of figured that it was best that I started representing myself and, I would never discount anybody representing themselves because I kind of believe to a degree, that, I mean, I I believe to a large degree because it kind of worked out for me, no one will ever fight for you like that you will fight for yourself. Right. And that is so true. So when it came down negotiating with her lawyer, I've actually outsmarted her lawyer in some ways. Now, don't get me wrong, I did have some legal help on the side uh, and I would, you know, I'm not going to tell people, I'm not going to give legal advice by any means, but I would tell people to check out unbundled services. Um, I think they, they call it a la carte too or something like that. Okay. So, unbundled services, so basically they'll kind of advise you on their, uh, you know, they might work on some documents for you that you need to get done. Um, they might tell you, you might get like an hour hour's worth of coaching as well. Um, no matter, I mean, regardless of what you want to do, basically you're getting a lawyer's help. They're telling you the laws. Uh, they're also helping you with your paperwork to get through the process. And I have found that it was so much cheaper going that route and actually being, I felt that I was more in control and more knowledgeable of the whole process rather than emailing my lawyer, calling my lawyer and being charged for it. Yeah, So I would say, you know, and I don't think this pertains to anybody like in any state that I would say always keep an open mind to that. Everyone says get a lawyer. And I really do think that's like, I don't want to say propaganda, but I do almost think it's propaganda to basically keep these lawyers' pockets. And sometimes you can figure out things on your own and you're actually more knowledgeable about it so anyway, so I saw your videos, and you know I was like I didn't know anything about I p d I don't even know how I even came across m p d uh uh but i guess i came, i came across the channel and saw your channel I was like, oh my gosh, like this is I saw all these red flags, and I just ignored it and, yeah, and your channel was like the best the one of the best channels i've ever seen. <laughs> the oh,
0: thanks. most valuable
1: channel i've ever seen is, uh uh, sorry, I'm like rambling on, but uh,
0: oh, that's fine. I appreciate yours you saying and that. The
1: other channel as well. Yeah, 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 it was yours and the
0: other channel as well. Um, uh, I can't remember
1: his name's Alex. Uh, oh, the
0: proper person The Alex Falcone. Yeah, yeah no, he's great. Uh, actually, I'm, I'm hoping I haven't yeah. told him yet, but I'm gonna try to get him. Uh, I'm gonna try to see if I can pull him on to one of these morning shows as a guest uh, to see if we can do a double one or a collaboration to to see how that works out. Oh, that'd be awesome! So I I just have to tell him that yeah. I'm, I'm I'm gonna volunteer him for that. That's just... so if anyone sees his channel, <laughs> well, make sure you I, say, I, "Hey, I, when I are mean, you gonna I... do that?" <laughs> yeah, leave leave a comment. Say, exactly, "Hey, Dwayne says yeah. you guys are doing a morning show thing. What the hell?" <laughs> no, I, you know, and I want to just <laughs> hey. yeah, I definitely will. Oh, thanks, man, Justin. I, what I want to yeah. what what I want to just <laughs> excuse me, double our piggyback on with what you said. I agree with what you said about self representation. The, the only caveat is, is that emotionally can, like for me, I couldn't do it, man. I, at the beginning part of this, I was so much an emotional mess that to be able to try to navigate that was too much. So, um, it, it's one of those things that if, if you, I think it's, if, if you can't do it on your own, then you, and you can afford it, do an attorney, right? I think that if you have to yeah. do it, you know, if you can't afford an attorney, don't just give up and try to represent, you know, try to do it. Use the resources like Alex, uh, Alex has out there for the proper person, uh, for his YouTube channel. And, uh, uh, you know, don't just give up. Right. I mean, um, and, and I, and I'm glad to hear that you finally said, you know what, this isn't working. I'm going to at least try for myself because I'm, you know, I'm either going to go bankrupt and not get what I want because this attorney isn't really fighting for me in the way that I think they should. Uh, and, and the sad reality yeah. is, is when we hand a large sum of money, I mean, I thought it was a large sum of money, uh, to somebody, the expectation is, is that they are going to fight for you to, uh, to, you know, and have your best interest at heart. But the reality is, is we're just one of many and, uh, you know, they're piling our money into the pile they're getting from everyone else and they're, you know, you're, you're getting. I mean, I, I wouldn't even say you're getting what you're paid for, depending on the cost, because I was just talking to someone the other day who spent $10,000 on an attorney to, to draw up some paperwork and they did it wrong. And when they said, Hey, you did it wrong. They fired, you know, they're like, okay, well, obviously I'm not working for you. So we're, you know, uh, our relationship is over, over, uh, Nikki Leah says I had a horrible lying yeah. lawyer. I mean, it's, it's important that you try to find, I mean, just, just because they're a, a lawyer, you know, because they're a professional doesn't mean they're professional. You know what I mean? So, no, but thank you for calling exactly. and sharing that. I appreciate that. So things are going yeah. well then? Or, and actually, is there any way I could... Go ahead. Is
1: there any way I could share, like, just a few more things that might help others?
0: Absolutely. Go for it.
1: Well, just a few more things that I recognize. Number one, yeah, I mean, the whole thing about the financial piece of having a lawyer, you got to think, too, especially if you're the father, you're more likely to get to be the, I guess, the secondary, custodial parent. Right. So you get to think by the end of the whole thing, you will be thousands and thousands of dollars in debt. Mm -hmm. And then you'll have to pay child support or alimony if you're going through a divorce, I guess. And where does that leave you at the end of the day? You know, I would, you know, I'm not saying like, don't get a lawyer and all that stuff. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying open mind to it.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, for people that are in this situation, but just think about, it's not going to help your kid if you're so financially drained, like in debt. And, um, And that's going to, that's going to affect your emotions too. That's going to affect the way you do your job. Um, so just keep, just keep, um, focus on your, on your finances, on your health. Um, try to be the best person that you can be. I know that's it's going to be the toughest thing that you can do. Um, it's going to be the hardest thing that you probably will ever do in your life. One of the hardest things. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I would just say that by the temporary hearing, I was able to get, Forty four point something percent of the time now. And it's not done yet. So you went you went went up to forty four percent
0: on the temporary orders? Holy cow, dude. That's Mm -hmm. phenomenal.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So I was um you know, I I stated you know, I basically just stated in the paperwork, um, you know, like you know, what happened, you know, she was not like an abusive parent by any means. You but I would just say that she didn't keep me informed about a lot of things and right. that I should have been informed about. It didn't matter if she had a legal right or not to, to tell me about it. But um, yeah, all I need is, um, you know, a little bit more time and then i become the primary custodial parent. So I would just say, keep hope for all the fathers or non-fathers, you know, that are the non-custodial parent or, you know, if you're just going through this process and it's emotionally draining, just keep hope, be strong, um, be smart about it. And just, you know, just always think about your kid as you're going through it. I mean, that's going to be the thing that's going to keep you, you know, uh, going forward, you know. So it eventually will end. I mean, I'm not even done with it yet. This the first time I'm ever doing it. I'm only 28 years old. So um, I know that I have many more years to go through this with her. But and I guess the only thing that I would say is that if you're dealing with an MPD, you have to be you have to be you can't be naive to who you're dealing with. You have to be smart. You can't be, um, and I you've mentioned this in your video too. Um just you almost have to be like them to a degree. You have to they're only thinking about themselves. Um but you have to be like that, but you know, you yeah. have to be smart about it. People are not the brightest people. So you have to be you kinda have to act like that, and that's the only way that they're gonna respect you. Um, but I'm saying like do it with good intentions, you know, like it's basically setting a precedent mm-hmm. of like, you know, you're not gonna take advantage of me. Yeah. and that's just not the way it's going to work because if they even if they notice a glimpse of weakness and these are very weak people too i would just know if they notice weakness from you they will take advantage of it at every turn so that was all i had
0: no thanks for calling I'm really
1: appreciative of the time that you um, I'm, I'm glad that you came back and uh, brought me on on the air i don't know what happened the first time but uh i hope this helps anybody um uh, Duane, again, you're awesome. Keep doing what you're doing, and I really appreciate
0: you. Well, thanks, man, and thanks for sharing that. I appreciate it. All right, have a good day. So let me,
1: yeah, you do the same.
0: You know, it, man, he brings up a lot of good points, and and I and I think it, it's hard to have hope in all this, especially whenever you're getting knocked down so much. But I, I've seen time and time again, in story like what just this person was sharing is. Just don't give up. Keep focusing. I, I You know, I, I talk a lot about the, the the war versus the battle, right? The war is, or the the main solution, the big picture is getting the ultimate goal, which is having the time with your kids or increased time or whatever. And then you have all these little skirmishes, these little battles that happen in the beginning. And you know, you need to make the right decisions on those, and uh, keep focus on is this pushing you to where you ultimately want to be? And it might take a couple of years you know, like in and talking about Alex's situation, it took him eight years to finally get the ultimate solution he want. He was going for, but he was ultimately able to do that. And, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, and if you end up having to, I know there's been some discussion on, uh, on this and unfortunately I am way out of time. So we might have to save that for tomorrow. But what I do want to say, oh well, here, let me do this. What I do want to say is the call-in line actually has a voicemail thing. So if you are watching this later as a replay or listening to it on the podcast and you're like, you know what, I would really like to ask a question, but this time slot just doesn't work for me, call the 1-424-373-5483, leave a voicemail, and what I'm thinking is is that I could start this next show with that soundbite, with that question, use that as a discussion point to roll in to uh, what we're going to do. So, uh, check that out see if that works and if uh, that will work the web interface won't work on that I tried that the other day if you like what I do and you want to support it you could uh, become a channel member and give you a cool little badge against your name and let you uh, use cool emojis uh, plus it helps keep the lights on because as I'm watching the balance on the phone system just keeps going down uh, on that if you are one of the people who are new and have not subscribed Hit the subscribe button, ring the notification bell so you don't miss a thing. I hope you have an outstanding rest of your day and we'll see you tomorrow.